Thank you for joining Brothers of the Word, because brother, you need the Word. <laughs> Praise God. We want to welcome all of you, those of you who are joining us at airjesus.com, those of you joining us live by television. We're so happy to have you tune in to today's message. Open your Bible, if you will, up to the Gospel of John, the Gospel of John. The Gospel of John, the Gospel of John chapter 15, the Gospel of John chapter 15, and we'll read two verses there, the Gospel of John chapter 15, we'll read verses 9 and we'll also read verse 10, verse 9 and 10, John chapter 15, verse 9 and 10. Let's all read together there in unison. When you get there, say amen. John 15, verse, beginning with verse 9. Let's read together in unison. As the, Lord, as the Father hath loved me, so have I loved you. Continue ye in my love. If ye keep my commandments, ye shall abide in my love. Even as I have kept my Father's commandments and abide in in his love. And I just want to use as a subject abiding in his love. Abiding in his love. Turn, turn, turn to your neighbor and say, I want to abide in his love. I want to abide in his love. The word abide, um, I, I looked it up several places, and it's an interesting word. That the word means to remain, it means to dwell means to stay, literally means to live. And these are words that describe our position in God's love, that we are to remain in it, to dwell in it, to stay in it. Uh, it, it also um, it implies a, a permanence, something that is long-term, something that you're sticking to. And I had, a, I had an interesting view of this word with my little one-year-old, and I just got a, a nice glimpse of abiding in his love from just playing with my little one-year-old daughter. And as she is growing and going through different stages, I just noticed different things that she begins to do in our time together. And now she's at the stage where she's walking. And so Whenever I'm with her and she is standing or walking with me and somebody comes to get her, now she'll just, she'll just grab my leg. She just grabs on to my leg and just holds on for dear life. As to say, I'm with daddy now and she'll hide between my legs and just, she just wraps me up and she just holds on and she'll peek through there as to say, you can't get me now. I'm, I'm with daddy and I'm clinging to daddy and I'm sticking to daddy and I'm abiding in his love. And what a wonderful feeling it is as a father to feel her wrapped around my leg, holding it so tight where she's not going to let anybody pull her loose. She's not going to be drift or cast away or she's not going to be in any danger because she's abiding in her father's love. And so I just got that picture of our relationship to God where this scriptural truth is concerned in our lives that we are to abide in his 
love. And so that's a picture of abiding, remaining, dwelling, staying, living, clinging to, adhering to, staying close to. I love uh, one translation of, of John chapter 15, verse 9, and it's actually the Message Bible. And it, it puts it this way. It says, it says uh, make yourselves at home in my love. Make yourselves at home in my love. I like that, you know, because we can picture whenever we are, are, are visiting someone else's house or we're somewhere else where we're not at home and we're somebody else. And they say, make yourself at home. We know exactly what they mean. They mean get comfortable. Kick your shoes off. Help yourself around, you know. You don't have to ask if you can have something to drink. Just go in the refrigerator and get it out. Make yourself feel as if you live here. This is my home, is your home. And so I love that translation. It says, make yourselves at home in my love. Roam around in it. Get comfortable in it. Have full use of it. Act like you live there. Act like... You live in it. And if you don't, he's, he's saying, in fact, move on in. Just move on in to my love. Act like you're home in my love. And so uh, it's a constant resident. It speaks of being a constant place of residence in our lives. And so it speaks of, it implies this permanence, this enduring, this uh, place of, of, of long-term stability, and I even found this word deep rooted, deep rooted. So this is not a shallow, this is not a shallow relationship. It's deep roots. The roots run deep. The, the roots run deep here in God's love. In other words, it's saying, let your roots run deep into my love. Let them go down and, and run deep. Let your roots run deep. Into my love. In fact, there's a scripture that actually, when I saw that definition that says being rooted and, and grounded, deep rooted, I thought about this scripture. Flip over, if you will, to the, the book of Ephesians, the book of Ephesians, the book of Ephesians, chapter 3, the book of Ephesians, chapter 3, and notice verse 17, the book of Ephesians, chapter 3, verse 17. When you get there, say amen. Ephesians 3.17. Notice what it says. It says that Christ may dwell in your hearts by faith that ye being rooted and grounded in love. There it is. I said, wow, that's the same definition as abide. It means be rooted and ground. Let your roots run deep. Be rooted. And that was his prayer that, that Christ would, uh, would uh, be in your hearts by faith. That Christ would dwell in your hearts by faith and that you would be rooted and grounded in God's love. So let those let those roots run deep. Let those roots run deep. Let turn your neighbor and say, let your roots run deep in God's love. Let your roots run deep. Oh, just just uh, plant yourself there and, and let those roots run deep there in in God's love. It also uh, another definition that I found for the word abide is, is the word continue, continue, abide. When, so when he said, you know, that you abide in my love, continue, continue. Look at, flip back to um, our main text, the, the Gospel of John. Flip back to the Gospel of John and you'll also see that. John 15 and verse 9, notice what it says there. 
John 15 and verse number nine. Notice what it says. As the father hath loved me, so have I loved you. There it is. Continue ye in my love. And so that's one of the same synonymous words as the word abide. Continue. Let it be deep rooted. Continue. Place of permanence. Um, this, this place of residence. This, this place here of making your home. Remaining. Staying in God's love. You know, someone said if we had a, if God had a refrigerator, your picture would be on it. If he had a wallet, your photo would be in it. Oh, they said that he uh, gives you a sunrise every morning. He brings you flowers every spring. And he could live anywhere he wants to in the whole universe, but he chose your heart. And so that's a picture of how much God loves us. In fact, if we really ever just comprehend, in fact, the Apostle Paul, he prayed earnestly there in Ephesians 3. He said, oh, God, let them let them know the depth, the length, the breadth, the height of your love to, to know the love of. And here's the funny part said to know the love of Christ, which passes knowledge. Let them know how uh, expanseful it is, how vast it is. He said it's so big they won't be able to measure. Let them try to try to get the measurements of the height of God's love, the depth of God's love, the width of God's love. Try to try to measure. It is so vast. It is so humongous. It is so expanseful. Try to measure and get the dimensions of God's Love, he said, it passes knowledge. He said, you might as well forget it. You're never, you're never going to quite understand it. But he said, at least try, go after it. Try to comprehend and gain knowledge of God's love for us. Abiding, abiding, abiding in his love. You know, we are recipients every day. We are recipients every day of God's love. Every day we are recipients Of God's love. You ever thought about that? Every day, every day that passes by, every day that you wake up and see, you are blessed to be a recipient of God's love. And sometimes we fail to to realize that. We fail to, uh, I wrote down several things that we fail to do. We fail to expect it. We fail to look for it. We fail to realize it. We fail to embrace it. We fail to celebrate it. We fail to share it. That's exactly the way the Holy Spirit gave it to me. We fail to expect it. We fail to look for it. We fail to realize it. We fail to embrace it. We fail to celebrate it. And we fail to share it. I was, I was just yesterday, I was at the mall and with my with my oldest daughter, we went to the mall and as we drove into the crowded parking lot, I really wasn't, you know, expecting to be able to find a spot because of the, you know, the seasonal shopping and so forth and the crowds that are at the mall. And and so but right as we pulled in, there was a spot right up. In fact, it was the closest spot to the door. And so as we were pulling in, they were pulling out. And I just had the biggest smile and I turned to my daughter. I said, you see there? I said, you see how much God loves me? I said, God had them to just hold that spot till I got here. 
And I said, now that I'm here, he's allowing them to pull on now. <laughs> and I waved at the car as they drove. I said, thank you for holding my spot. <laughs> and I, I just wanted her to see that I recognize God's love in the little thing. That God loved me so much, he held a parking spot for me. We fail to look for, we fail to expect, we fail to realize God's love each and every day, each and every day, our lives, we are recipients of God's love. We would just slow down and begin to look around, begin to look around and recognize the little things and realize how you are the recipient of God's love each and every day. We are recipients. Turn to your neighbor and say, every day, I am a recipient of God's love. You know what the the book of Lamentations says? You don't have to turn there, but Lamentations chapter 3, verse 23, it says this. It says, his mercy is new every morning. His mercy is new every morning. Every morning, his mercy is new. And I looked at that in in another translation. Another translation puts it this way. His loving kindness is afresh every morning. His loving kindness is afresh every morning. Meditate on that. Think about that. His loving kindness is afresh every morning. You're not getting stale. You're not getting stale leftovers, warmed over. You're not getting stale leftover, warmed over doses of God's love every day. His loving kindness is afresh Every morning, it's a fresh dose of God's love. It's something, it's a, it's a complete feel of God's love that's new, that's new today, emanating out of his heart towards you. There is, it's been a sensation not like yesterday. This is not leftover from yesterday's batch. This is not some, some leftovers from yesterday's dinner. This is a fresh, this is a fresh batch of God's love that's been cooked up for you each and every morning. It's new every morning. It's a fresh every morning. I was riding with, the, with, with one of my good friends and we, we drove by this Krispy Kreme donut shop. And they had the hot sign on. And he told me, he said, hey, pull in here. The hot sign is on. He said, those donuts are fresh. He said, I want some now. He said, pull in while the hot sign is on. And I thought about that. I thought about that when I heard about this verse. His loving kindness is afresh every morning. Every morning, I believe there's a hot sign on in heaven. Oh, there's a hot sign on in heaven. There's a hot sign on in heaven every morning. Saying my love is fresh. Receive it while it's fresh. Receive it while I love you. I love you with an unfailing love. I love you with an unconditional love. I love you. My heart is filled with love for you. I love you so much. Receive a fresh dose of my love every day. Receive a fresh dose. Receive a fresh dose. Receive a fresh dose of God's love every day, every morning. His loving kindness is afresh every morning. That thrilled me. I said, man, we're not getting stale. We're not getting stale leftovers. It's afresh. It's afresh. It's afresh every morning. It's afresh every morning. 
every morning. Turn over to uh, Psalm 68. Take a look at something here to just remind us. Remember, we talk, we're, we're talking about uh, abiding in this love, but we're talking about how every morning, how every morning we are recipients of God's love. Every day we're recipients of God's love. Turn over to Psalm 68. Psalm 68. Psalm 68 and verse number, I want you to see this. We're recipients of God's love every day. Every day we're recipients of God's love. Look, look at Psalm 68 and verse 19. Notice what it says. Psalm 68 verse 19. Blessed be the Lord who daily, once a month, no, once a quarter, no, uh, twice a year, no, once a year, no, once a semester, uh-uh. Notice what it said. Blessed be the Lord who daily, everybody say daily, who daily loadeth us with benefits, even the God of our salvation. Every day, every day, uh, every day God is baking up something fresh. God is baking up something. His love is fresh for you. We are recipients of God's love every day. Day. Every day, God is thinking of new ways of expressing his love to you. I, I love this. Every day. Every day. It's not the same way he did it yesterday. This is new. This is fresh. It's a fresh dose of his love. And so God's loving you in a, in a whole new variety every day. Every day. He's loading you up. He's loading you up every day with his benefits. And, you know, you, you, we, like I said, sometimes we, we fail to realize it. Let me go back and read that little list. That's exactly the way the Holy Spirit gave it to him. He says, sometimes you fail to expect it. Sometimes you fail to look for it. Sometimes you fail to realize it. Sometimes you fail to embrace it. Sometimes you fail to celebrate it. Sometimes you fail to share it. Oh, man. Oh, boy. Every day. Every day we're loaded. We're loaded with God's love. Every day. Every day. His loving kindness is afresh. Every day. He loads us daily with benefits. Every, every day. Every day. Every day. Love. Love. I want you to know love came down at Christmas. and He wants you to celebrate that love today. Love came down. You ever thought about that? Love came down. Love came down. Have you ever wanted to see what love would look like in the physical flesh? I, I read something interesting in the book of Titus. Titus, he said, speaking of this, he, he, he's speaking of the manifestations of, of, of the attributes of God. He said, the grace of God, the kindness of God, and the love of God hath appeared unto man. So, wow, what would that look like? What would the love of God, the grace of God, and the kindness of God, if it took on physical form, what would it look like? It looks like Jesus. Jesus' love came down from heaven. Love came down from heaven and dwelt among us. Oh, man, isn't that a beautiful picture? Love. You're looking at love. All the, the Bible says he's full of, full of grace and truth. Full of grace and truth. All of God's grace. All of God's love. All of God's kindness was walking around in our midst. Love came down. The Bible says God is love. It says that several times throughout Scripture. Over in 1 John, it says it quite a bit. And in the Gospel of John, God is love. He is love. came down. Love itself came down. Love himself came down. 
God so loved the world. He so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. We can say it like this. God so loved the world, he came down. God so loved the world that he sent love down. Love sent love. God so loved the world that he came down. Whoever would believe in him would not perish, but have everlasting life. And he said, I didn't come to condemn the world, but that the world through me might be saved. Praise God. Give God thanks for a savior. Amen. Give him praise for a savior, a savior. Oh, man, that's good news. That is good news. That's good news that this love came down and and that wasn't a one time event. That wasn't a one time event. But now he wants us to abide in that love and celebrate that love every day. That love is fresh coming toward us every day. And so we have this we have this great uh, privilege of abiding in this love. In fact, turn over to I got to find this. I'm, I'm I'm not exactly sure where it is, but I got to find it. But you got to see this. You got to see this. You got to see how we are in living contact with this love. Turn over to John. It's either John 14 or it's John 15. John chapter 14 or either it's John chapter. It's John chapter 14. Turn over to John 14. I want you to see this. Look at verse uh, John 14. Verse 21. John chapter 14, verse 21. Notice this. He that hath my commandments and keepeth them, he it is that loveth me. Whoever has my commandments and keep them, that's who loves me. That's what Jesus said. Notice that is written in red. I didn't say that. That's written. Turn to your neighbor and say, that's written in red. <laughs> Jesus said that. Jesus said, whoever has, whoever has my commandments and keep them, that's who loves me. Well, what are his commandments? You know, is, is he talking about all 600, over 600 laws that we're to keep? Is he talking about whoever keep all of those over 600 laws? Is that what he's talking about? Well, he actually, he actually made it a, he made it a little, uh, he, he made it much simpler than that. Um, let me see if I can, let me see if I can find uh, let me see if I can find out exactly what I want to show you here. Man, this is so good. I'm, I'm excited. I'm excited. Turn to your neighbor and say, he's excited. <laughs> I'm excited. I want you to see this so much. I want you to see it. Now look at uh, John 14. Well, look at John 15. Go to John 15. Here it is, verse 12. Now notice what we said. He said, whoever will keep my commandments... Whoever keep my commandments, now that's somebody that loves me. And notice we said, well, which what commandments? He talking about, you know, we got to keep all 600 laws and all of that. No, he, he makes it plain right here. Verse 12, John 15, verse 12. Notice this is my commandment that you love one another as I have loved you. You keep that commandment. See, when you keep that commandment, you are keeping all of the rest of it. The Bible says in, in the book of Romans that, that all the law and the prophets hang on that one commandment. When you love your neighbor, see, love worketh no ill toward his neighbor. And so when you, when you keep the commandment of love, you have fulfilled the law. See, you fulfilled all the law when you keep the commandment of love. And he said, you keep, he said, you keep my commandment. Now, if you keep my commandment, and now 
I'm not discounting the law. I, I, I believe it's also saying one verse also says, he said, if you keep my words, if you keep my words, that mean you love me. I believe Jesus is always telling us something. He's always instructing us. The Holy Spirit is on the inside of us. So he's always guiding us. He's always instructing us to do what's right. He's always instructing us to walk in love. He's always in there prompting us to do those things. So I also believe that if we, we listen to his voice and we hear his word, he's going to always bring his word to you. And cause you to walk in, you know, and do what's right and walk in love. And so if, you, if you're doing that and you're walking in love, he said, that's somebody that loves me. But the part here that I really wanted you to see is in, in John 15, he goes on to say, he said, if you'll do that, my father will love you and I'll love you. And we're going to both come to you and make our home on the inside of you. Oh, man, that's good. I'm out of time. I want you to go to airjesus.com. You can listen to this message, message 7448. I'm just sorry. I didn't have enough shouting time because I was ready to shout on that. (laughs) But you can listen to this message absolutely free of charge. You can email it to a friend as well. But thank you so much for joining us today at Brothers of the Word. Because, brother, you need the word. (laughs) Oh, man. I was was ready to shout on that. Oh, he said the father. He said both of us. He didn't just say I come. He said I'm bringing dad with me. He said, me and dad going to move in on you. Mm, man, I wish I, I need about five minutes. I need about five minutes. <laughs> oh, man, if I had about five minutes on that. The pastor got me restricted, though, because we got to be out of here by 8 o'clock. <laughs> so I'm, under, I'm a man of authority, but I'm also a man under authority. So I'm, I'm going to be obedient. I'm, 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 I'm sorry. You all can just have to hold this until next Christmas. <laughs> We'll pick up right here next Christmas. <laughs> oh, man, it is good, though. I start chewing on that. I said, Jesus, you said, you mean you and your dad moving in? He said, yeah, me and daddy going to move in. If you will love me, if you will keep my word, if you will keep my commandment, move over because me and my father Just a little time. <laughs> I had a little time. <laughs> if I had a little time to just show you what goes on in the house, now once daddy, once daddy and son are in there with you. Oh my God. Oh my God. What goes on in the house when daddy and son are there with you? Oh man. Oh glory to God. Hallelujah. <laughs> oh, I'm out of time. I'm out of time. I'm out of time. We'll pick up next Christmas. Next Christmas. You all be here next Christmas Eve. Next Christmas Eve, we're going to pick up right here and go. (laughs) Praise God. Stand on your feet. I'm out of time. We got to be out here by 8 (laughs) o'clock. Praise God. This ends message number 7448 by C. Elijah Brauner. To send this message, abiding in his love, number 7448. To a friend, simply go to airjesus.com and theonlineword.com. This has been message number 7448. Listen to airjesus.com and theword.com often and keep your spirit charged up.